0: We just created a commitment to develop our feminine energy while still standing really firm in our masculine. And I think there's something for women to also really get about, you know, the the strengths of the masculine without having to be vilified when they step into it.
1: Welcome to Satori Prime's Have It All podcast, where you get your fix of personal development without any of that fluff. A podcast dedicated to the unending quest of self-discovery and remembrance, You'll discover new breakthrough thinking and feeling technology that will cause shifts in all areas of your life, your finances, your body, relationships, and most importantly, your mind. You'll uncover your truest self and for probably the first time in your life, feel 100% worthy of having it all. It's time to stop talking and fantasizing about your dream life and start living it. So get ready to have your mind expanded in the best way possible. Now, fair warning, if you implement what you learn here, your life will never, ever be the same. So are you ready to have it all? Let's go. All right, my friend. So going forward, I'd love to start the podcast with a little bit of an acknowledgement to you, our loyal listeners. Now, I've recently gone into iTunes and actually read some of the incredible reviews that some of you have left. And I figured it'd be an amazing way to start each podcast. And if you hear your name and your review being read, if you reach out to me at Elon at com. I will send you a very personal and wonderful gift. So today, I'm going to start with uh, Oldie But A Goodie by Sean Thomas P., who wrote, As I started to type what I wanted to say, I immediately got goosebumps, and they are still here as I continue. There are really no words that truly describe how much Guy has changed my life. The authenticity, the passion, the craving that these men have for people to become the best versions of themselves is astonishing. I am forever grateful for the universe to put these two humans together and from the bottom of my heart, love these two like my own family. Thanks for all you do and all the sacrifices you both make to making the world a better place. So thank you so much for that, Sean Thomas P. And if you reach out to Satoriprime.com, I will send you a personal
0: gift. And now to the show. All right, well, it's been months, I think, I want to say, as sad as that is, I think it's been quite a while since Eli yeah, and Yeah, it's I been quite a while. Between I've done a Facebook the Facebook Live this, yeah. If that doesn't tell you about how full life is getting. So, um, well, you asked me, but it's been a long time. So uh, what do you want to talk about? Well, what's new?
1: <laughs> I was like, I was like, so bro, what do you want me to call this thing? Like, what do you want to talk about? He's like, uh, life. I'm like, yeah. well, what's specifically about life? He's like, what's going on in life.
0: <laughs> well, it's funny. Cause Elon and I, um, as much as we are in each other's lives, like a lot of times we, we we're so in each other's lives that we forget to ask like, Hey, what's actually going on with like you? Like basic questions. <laughs> like we have to make like the check-in calls. So like so, first. The podcast in a lot of ways at least when we're doing these Facebook lives and the podcast, oftentimes are how Elon and I actually catch up <laughs> so but whatever, we'll take it right It's an awesome medium and we get to explore and you guys get a little bit of um a taste of how it is that we explore ideas in our lives so um yeah man what's what's cooking like elon Elon has been a uh, man on fire yeah uh i i i'll i'll uh I'll boost you a little bit. I'll give you a little little baby boost, okay? Um, <laughs> Elon has been on a small talking circuit in New York City. He is a uh, thriving entrepreneur and uh, a fantastic father of two. Uh, also a husband of almost 10 years. When he's not taking long walks on the beaches, he's dealing with frigid cold winters in New York City. Okay. So I'm, I'm done with all that. But uh, no, for real, I feel like Elon has stepped into an, a new evolutionary path for himself. Again, I'm fortunate enough to be in San Diego and be around some pretty tremendous people. Certainly, there are many tremendous people in New York as well. Uh, they're just very concentrated here. So I've been working with uh, all sorts of different um, modalities. I don't like calling them energy healers because I feel like there's they're so much more than that. That's just an aspect of what they bring to the table. And yeah, Elon's been working with a few of the people I've, I've had a pleasure of you know calling friends and spending time with um in fact one of them andrew by the way met michelle yesterday yeah so i talk about talk about like greek gods coming together you know oh my god yeah and the week before that was on mateo and andrew so it's been uh i'm like how do i get all these funky people together i want to like make it a qualification where if they come together they have to wear a cape and like have like a bow staff like that's the only way they can show up that way they can recognize each other (laughs) Not like they need it, but so, so here's oh.
1: here's what I've realized. Yeah, where they can, So I told Michelle about Sandra just by me telling her about Sandra and me having Sandra in mind, she can already connect to her. Oh, okay. To
0: Michelle, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, so when, like I, when the, you said Michelle, I thought the the male people
1: that live out in five D unity consciousness, like they don't need physical introductions to be in each other's space. It's just wild.
0: Sure, which which is fascinating because I watch Andrew do that all the time as I describe like an interaction with somebody. He'll like actually go into their systems and like feel them out. And he's like, oh, yeah, they feel good. Um, interestingly enough, though, when I said you should come meet Amateo and Michelle, he's like, I haven't been this excited to actually physically meet people in a really long time. And I was like, yeah, because they're, <laughs> they're so special. <laughs> That's so cool. So cool, right? So oh, hey. um, it's like watching, uh, two Qigong masters, like ping pong energy between each other. Yeah. It's really cool. Um, so yeah, tell me, so because you're doing all that and all the shifts that are happening, like what's most funny enough, I was going to say, what's most front of mind. Isn't that so funny how we asked that question yeah. and I know, and ironically, I know that the answer you're going to give me has nothing to do with the front of your mind, but since yeah. that's a saying in English, what's front of mind. Yes. Um, it's been um it's been really
1: beautiful like this whole adventure has been really beautiful and doing work with with our wizards i've really started to tap into this whole different place of where to speak from i actually spoke to um do you ever connect with aj
0: What's his last name?
1: Uh, I'm going to murder it, but like M- Mizrad or Meharzid or something
0: like that. Not the one that we've been talking to recently. Uh, From the crypto community? No, 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 no. No, no. Okay. No, I don't think no. so. So,
1: um, it got, it's really funny. Like, he was connected to Marcy. Marcy wanted us to connect with him. Then, when we did uh, our journey with. Maria, when we were in the city, and you had come, he was the guy that came in right after us, and we never we never met him either. So it was like some all these people were like you should meet him, you should meet him. Anyway, so I uh, he was at the event this this weekend, and just to give you guys a little idea, I, I was invited to speak at a mastermind event that was run by Ryan Long, who runs the City Gala, which is an amazing event where they raise a ton of money and then donate that money to beneficiaries of nonprofits that they deem are creating the largest impact that are solving things like homelessness and education and uh, welfare issues and social issues and kids and all that kind of amazing stuff. And so he actually brought together a pretty incredible group of of human beings in this room. It was really quite, quite a sight to see. And AJ, who's a coach like us, we were talking this morning. He's like, I have to tell you what and how you spoke this this weekend was so unexpected um it was so incredible like i just wanted you to keep speaking forever and then one woman actually like at the event was like i could listen to you all day
0: and maybe we should get into uh, erotic fiction I'm just saying as like a vertical, we haven't explored yet, you know, <laughs> just to set up. maybe your voice is becoming so silky smooth with it's like the energy changes in your body that it's just time to talk about like, I,
1: I, I think I'm going to have to learn to speak from a different chakra. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's going to be like the throbbing breakthrough <laughs> that you're having is really changing the way that you feel. Done, so, I'm done. I'm done. so something that I've really
1: been practicing is listening And speaking from the heart, and I don't mean what most people hear, which is how I used to think I was speaking from the heart, which is, you know, you tap in and you get emotional and you kind of like speak from that place. This is different. This is actually speaking from your heart chakra, literally like dropping in here, opening that thing up, and then speaking from that place. And so I was the second to last speaker we got in this room at 5 p.m. At 9:35, 9:40, they called me up. So, like, I got in there, I was all revved up, I was just feeling it, and I was listening from the heart, and I was in this like amazing state. And then, just hour after hour after hour went by, and like, I could just feel the energy like starting to weigh in. Like, when am I going? When am I going? Am I ever going? Am I ever going? Maybe I'm not going. Oh, I'm going now. No, I'm not going yet. And it was like six speakers later. So, it took a little bit, and so many people had left the room and I was disappointed and I was just like constantly giving up all that stuff. Right. And I get up and I'm like, I have no idea what I'm going to talk about. Ryan's asking questions. I was just kind of been like feeling what's happening in the room and uh, I get up and the first thing I'm like, let go of any thought, let go of any mind drop into the heart. And I drop into the heart, and the first thing that's there for me to say is to acknowledge Ryan, because really the room was tremendous. And you know, like you learn a lot about who people surround themselves with. If like if I look at your five closest friends, it's going to tell me a lot about who you are. Um, so I just I started with that, and then that just kind of snowballed. People I, I don't even know how long I was speaking for. To be honest, I don't know if it was like five minutes, ten minutes, twenty minutes. I have no idea. I'll get the video and I'll share it with you guys. I think some smart stuff came out of my mouth. It was a beautiful experience. And it was so beautiful that at the end of it, people came up to me and they were like, I don't know who you are. I don't even know what you are. They're like, I need to be around you. I was like, wow. And then one girl's like, you know, you said this thing. And I was like, I have no idea what I said. Like none. I don't like now, if you told me like, what did you speak about? There's like one thing that I can actually recall because it was pretty smart. And I wrote it down afterwards. Uh, But other than that, I have no idea. So it's been really beautiful to just play in this world. I don't know that I do it expertly by any stretch of the imagination. I'm really excited to speak to David tomorrow and take him into that place and be like, so what do you see? What do you see? Um, It's been super, super fun. Um, It's been very energizing. Uh, And I spoke to this, I don't even know if it was David or Andrew or who, but like I'm one of these people because I'm extroverted. I actually give a lot of energy. Like I just give, give, give. And at the end of something like that, I just feel very depleted. Like I got to go back and kind of like recharge the batteries. Whereas this was very different. I think I tapped into some other energistic source. It was coming from a different place. So it was interesting. Like it it felt like I was pumping this, this beam through my heart. And then within like two minutes, everyone that was like super tired in the room, all of a sudden like jumps and kind of like sits on the edge of their seat. And with that look, you know, where they're like pulling stuff from you, But at the same time, they're just like sending you all this energy. So it started becoming this kind of like very circular, incredible experience. Uh, And then I ended up going out to eat with a group of people and ended up staying out till three in the morning. Well, yeah, which is wild. Um, And sharing love back and forth. Well, yeah, sharing love back and forth. I'm actually most proud of the fact that at networking, things like that, there's this very cultural conversation like you're going to go out and you're going to get you're going to start drinking right and i had half a beer (laughs) because i got to the restaurant like 20 minutes before them and I, i i wanted to order food but i didn't know what anybody wants i was like you know what like they have good beers i'll get a beer i ended up drinking half of it and leaving the rest and i just drove home woke up the next day feeling great and i was like wow I, the night before, I went to Black Coffee, the the DJ yeah, yeah. show. That's sober. I'm like, it's very, it's a very cool experience to to. It's like everything is new.
0: Isn't it funny when you stop running away from uh, sensations in your body? You no longer need to subvert them by putting substance into your body. You know, it's like, uh, I'm I'm going through the same thing, like, to to be dead honest, like I smoked pot on Sunday, like I I smoked a vape pen, I can't smoke trees at all anymore. I'm just knocked out. Somebody actually gave me a really interesting thing, because substances have not been treating me very kindly for a year, which is really unusual from the 20 years before where they treated me quite well. Um, (laughs) And, uh, (laughs) you know, but the point is, is like, they told me, well, you know, like it it unleashes the subconscious because the guards are down, right? All the protectors aren't there. So it's like, (laughs) <laughs> and it's, like, coming rapid fire. Um, Andrew says it gets him, like, really into expansion, but, like, not in a way that he even enjoys. And then, of course, like, I didn't even smoke that much, but, like, yesterday, awful day. Like, like I, I, as far as how I consider my day today, like, I woke up, definitely slept enough, but not enough because of whatever that did to me. Yeah. And then the whole day was just little triggers, little triggers, little triggers everywhere, little triggers, just... And, and and like stuff that I know today by today's standards wouldn't normally trigger me, yep. and it's triggering me. And, and I and this has happened so many times to me before with this stuff. But like once in a while, like I just like let's slip on it. But like alcohol, I'm the same thing right now. I'm having like real issues with it. Mm-hmm. Like well, like one drink feels like a lot of drink. Like when people pull out a bottle of alcohol, my body's like, Mm-mm, not for you. And I'm like, wow. God damn it! I'm like, but I want that wine. They're like, sorry, Um, maybe later, but not today, homeboy. And I'm like, but there's a really expensive bottle of wine in that case. I'm like, can I open it? They're like, "Mm -mm, no, man, sorry. Like, are you enjoying where you are right now? I'm like, yeah, a lot. They're like, well, why would you fuck with that? (laughs) So I'm like, ah, you make a great point. You know, by the way, this is the schizophrenia in my mind, but really, it's like you know, just just tuning into my body. It's like, and it's so strange because I've spent a lifetime chasing peace. By using substances, as I'm sure many people do, and suddenly I'm like, "Damn it! It's doing the exact opposite." <laughs> yeah. I, so, I don't have
1: that feeling. Like it doesn't, um, it doesn't knock me off where I feel terrible or anything like that. What I have noticed is just the lack of desire.
0: That that's what I mean. That's for- what I mean. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a uh, yeah. Same
1: whereas before the it was it's interesting. whereas before it was like I would have to create desire not to. Yeah now I have to create desire to. same thing I have to talk myself into it. Yeah. like I have to like go into the mo- like go into the night going like, okay, today we're gonna we're drink going, drink.
0: Yeah. I, I can't remember the last time I had more than two. Like it's been a really long time. and like the idea of getting drunk is so unappealing to me or like going to a bar that I'm like, wow, cut a lot out of the social scene suddenly. And I'm like, is this what happens when you're a father? Is this what happens when you're this? Like, you know, all these different questions. And like, and part of me, I know that that's not true. Cause I was already happening. Yeah. So yeah, it's been, it's been interesting. Like I would not have expected that as a side effect. And like, now that it's here, I'm like, oh yeah, I kind of should have seen that coming. Like, obviously if you're in tune with your system, and you're getting more and more centered with yourself and in an alignment, then everything that's not, that just starts feeling disorienting and not in a good way. It's so uh, funny. People are coming. So we have like the Memorial day birthday party bash coming yeah, up yeah, on yeah.
1: Saturday. And uh, all these people are like, what should I bring? What should I bring this and that? And uh, people are like, what What should I get Elon as a birthday present? And he's like, well, what, what and we have like new friends coming over people from, from this area that aren't uh, you know, like our core group of friends. And they're like, well, what what alcohol does he drink? And Fanny's like, uh, he's not really drinking anymore. And it's just really funny. Like I have this cabinet full of amazing wines and amazing liquors and all that stuff. I don't know what it is. Like I actually, you know, I had that half a beer, and it tastes really good. Like I really enjoy it. Um, it's just that feeling, like I. I feel high on life in a You're way just, that I haven't it's felt. Like dis, it's before. like dishonoring your system or something. It just takes me out of the really good feeling and like dulls it. And I'm I just agree. like, Ugh. I agree. You know, so. we went, we went dancing um, to that club and I went with like all our crew, you know, whoever, and it was Alex's birthday. So like they were doing shots and they were drinking and they were pre-gaming and all that stuff. I had literally, a sipple of Lagavulin 8 because I just wanted to try it. And then I had a sipple of um, some mezcal that someone brought that people were like, it's really good. And then he's like, Hey, let me make you a drink. So he pours me this tequila drink. I literally took a sip and I was like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> it's like, so like I had like three sips of, uh, of alcohol and I got to the club and I danced up a storm. Like I haven't danced in
0: ages, like literally ages And I saw I saw you in that Maloka. Don't lie. Well, it was like that. It was like dancing like that. But at At a a, celebration of life.
1: Yeah, it was just so nice. I felt so good. I felt so connected, so alive, having amazing conversations, having feeling that energy. And I walked out and like, these are the moments where just so you guys understand, I would go to these places, like there was a very fixed way of going to these places, I would do the same thing. It was, you know, drink a shit ton do drugs, whatever it was like to go out there and feel good. And here I am, I'm there and I'm just like feeling amazing. And I'm looking around going like, wow, this is such a new experience. So interesting. Very funny. Hello there. I want to ask you a quick question. Yes. You our dear listener. Have you felt this desire to work with guy and I and our Satori pride family Have you kind of been on this outside looking in thinking, you know what? Someday, one day, I'll be able to afford working with Guy and Elon. Well, listen closely because today is that day. See, Guy and I have recently launched our latest coaching platform called The Collective. And in it, we get to personally coach people just like you on every area of life that matters most to you. So if you are in fact ready to live a life of having it all, this is an amazing first step. Oh, and I didn't mention the best part. It's just $99 per month. That's right, just $99 a month, and you get to learn and grow with Guy and I personally on live trainings. Stay as long as you want, leave whenever you want, just $99 a month. So if you're ready to go on an incredible journey with Guy and I and your fellow Satorian family, simply go to satoriprime.com forward slash collective. Again, satoriprime.com forward slash collective, join us today. Enough of this one-day-someday stuff. Today
0: is your day. So this is interesting to think about because, you know, what is an addiction if not a, a, a means of dealing with anxiety and overwhelm and stress? And yet, as you get to know yourself deeper, it seems like the addictive properties naturally subvert themselves uh, like, I, it wasn't a choice I had to make and it doesn't sound like it is for you either. Like I, I know the last few years, even last year coming out of, um, Columbia, it was a, it was like, like talking yourself back in to operating that way. And I think, and, and I've did for a while, but like, I haven't really been drinking for much. I, I can't say like, never, like it's been a long time since I've been drunk in the last year. I honestly can't think of one time. Not to say that that hasn't happened. I just can't think of one time. Yeah. Um, and it's really interesting because all these things I haven't had to choose. I didn't have to sit there and use willpower to do any of it. It's just a, a natural flow. It's funny. If I, if I feel like Paul now. Remember when Paul was in the landmark forum. He's like, if you would have told me that when I signed up for this program, I would have stopped being a dentist. I would have tore up that You know, like, it, <laughs> yep, well, thrown it out. And of course, like it made his whole life and he's got the most incredible life because he did that program. And I, I kind of feel the same way. I'm like, damn, if somebody would have told me. I would have been like, is this what I want to do? Because in a way, it, it, it like scares you that you're not going to be, you know, part of this acceptance social crew. Like, I can't believe I don't ever, like I have, People go on the weekends. Are like I'm going to have a drink. I'm like, mm, all right. I guess you're going on your by yourself. Sorry. And but before I was always a person that got people together to do stuff like that.
1: You know what? I don't have any of that stuff because actually, what I've realized is I am a way better version of myself sober. When I'm yeah, when I'm sober. Um, and the other interesting part that I, I picked up this weekend was all these. Amazing entrepreneurs were speaking, and, and it was a cool event because they weren't up there and being like, "Here are the strategies that worked amazing for me." It was more about sharing their personal story and and uh, the things they've overcome, etc. And it was just really deep and beautiful. And many of them were talking about addictions. Wow! And how you know, like sex, food, drugs. All of these different things, and I just thought, you know, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, look, most people put themselves in a pressure cooker to be something, right? Like this version of themselves of I want to be successful, impregnated in them by culture, by marketing, by certain people, by all of these different factors, right? So you go and you bust your ass to do all this stuff. You come home and who's at home? The little kid that feels unfulfilled. The little kid that feels like he's not enough. The little kid that feels like you're on the wrong path. The little kid that's like, you need more money and a bigger house and a nicer car and a blah, 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 blah. Right. It's like nonstop. So you come home after a long day of busting your ass, trying to achieve this goal to what no one's sitting there going, patting you on the back. Like, wow, you put in a heck of a day, way to get closer to our drive, way to get closer to our mission. It's like, why aren't you working harder? Why aren't we there yet? Why haven't you achieved that? Why is he driving that car and you're not? He's got that girl, you don't. They've got this and you don't. And just so fucking loud. What do you do? You find a vice to drown it out, whether it's food, whether it's alcohol, whether it's drugs, whether it's sex, something needs to shut the fucking voice up. It's your only safety. It's your only like reprieve from doing that. So you get into this cycle of like, I come home and I need to shut that fucking voice down. Mm. And then, you know, every one of these people spoke about how like that was their life. And then eventually you realize like, I can't keep drowning this in my addictions. Yeah. The only way to actually deal with this is to go inside and, and, and see what's there. So I was saying something to them that's really interesting. It's like, I'm at this place where I'm questioning everything. And I mean that in a way where I've also started to question the things that are my strengths. The things you're, that you're,
0: are you're you're remaining curious at all times.
1: Yeah, and 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 more now. Like you know, we, we've been doing this for a long time. So like yeah. a lot of our weaknesses, a lot of our blind spots, a lot of our like we've we've done a lot of that work.
0: Sure, and though uh, just to add real quick, like I I feel like the turn has been uh, a de-emphasis on intellect mm-hmm. and a, and a re-emphasis on uh, intuition. And the, and the interesting part is is that the Intellect seems greatly enhanced by the intuition. There was like there was like a lack of partnership before. It was like in order for something to be intuitive, you also needed to give it a voice through intellect. When when the intuition just seems to speak on its own, the intelligence catches up by virtue of what's being intuited. Like you actually gain more. I remember I was sitting with Andrew at some point in time. And at that point of whatever we were working on, the um, protector that was coming in really loudly was my efficiency one. And that's one that doesn't like to turn off for me. Like that's like, that's like dad. <laughs> yep. Up, up, right. And so much of my life, like the scratch on the car and the thing over here, and that needs to get fixed and blah, blah, blah. The to-do lists are getting created and whatnot. And I remember watching it there and he said, and he spoke as if he spoke directly to my efficiency. He says, what you're missing is you'll become more efficient by stopping to, by letting this go. Hmm. And that, and that, and that part of me, like it was like an emergency break from my mind because I had never considered that I can become more efficient through intuition than I could through intellect. Yes. And that just didn't occur to this part of me. And the, and the idea to that part of me of becoming more efficient by just, by getting curious about intuition was what was like, okay, no problem. Let's let it go because it wanted to become more efficient. So it's like, it's, you know, you get what I'm saying? Does that make sense? It's so funny because these parts of you that you think will come offline are actually establishing themselves even better by letting go of the framing you have about what it takes to make them better. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's, it really is paradoxical because intuition can only be in paradox. It it can't be known. You can't, you can't use thought to discover anything new. Thought can only be what you already know. So all these things that people keep trying to get into their lives and bring in the abundance and have new understandings are are actually limited by the mere fact that they're sitting around spending more time thinking about it. It's an ironic fucking thing. It really is. Yeah. Yeah.
1: As Stephanie Rollins saying it's so encouraging to me that men get intuition. Wow. By the way, Stephanie, just so you understand and all the women out there that are listening and men specifically, women inherently have intuition built in. So your access to intuition is far greater and easier than for men. Men, intuition is something that most of us have to develop. Like there are people that are born with, you know, amazing insights and gifts and all that stuff. But like you women are much more connected to the intuition aspect than men are uh, from the outside.
0: I want to just offer that it has a lot more to do with that we shame men out of using their feminine energy. We shame women out of using their masculine energy for the most part. And both of them unexplored will leave you with only developed in half of one of the arenas. We just created a commitment to develop our feminine energy while still standing really firm in our masculine. And I think there's something for women to also really get about you know, the, the strengths of the masculine without having to be vilified when they step into it. Yeah. So really
1: quick, back to what I was saying, like in that exploration of my specifically my strengths. So there are things that I use to achieve things in my life, achieve goals in my life. Right. And because th- th- this is how the, the human mind works, by the way. So you're born, everything is a test bed. Right, like you have no right, wrong, yes, no, good, bad. You don't have none of that. You're just figuring it out as you go along. So, you do something and think about kids. For any of you guys that have kids, a kid does something. They do it. They get a result. Okay. Now that that doing could be whining, it could be being really sweet, it could be really annoying, it could be really loud, it could be really soft. Whatever they do, they get the result they want programmed in the brain now goes when we do that this creates results and then that's how you start doing stuff so for me with a i had the story growing up of I'm a loser right so for me it was always work really hard achieve get good at stuff be the best etc amazing strength amazing strength guy and I for the last 15 16 years all this mind stuff that we've been doing we could literally sit down. It doesn't matter what is happening in our lives. And in under five minutes, completely flip the script and have the entire thing spun around where we feel good again. Okay. All through this, as great as all that stuff is, I'm getting curious about, okay, that's one way of achieving goals. There are, hundreds, if not thousands, if not millions of other ways to also live life that I have not yet explored. Now, the default is this produces results. So I keep doing that. Here's the thing. The results you have in your life are the results that you keep going to have that you're going to keep having in your life. If you keep leaning on the same things, That famous line, the things that got you here won't get you there. So you want massive breakthrough in a relationship. You want massive breakthrough in creating more finances. You want massive breakthroughs in your health. The things, the strong suits that got you to here. Now keep this in mind. I'm not saying like the doing. So you might hear, for example, health, let's use like losing weight or getting fit, right? You could tell me that you've done this routine and worked with this personal uh, trainer and went to that gym and this video and that book that's all using the same strategy. Notice the strategy is I don't know enough. I'm going to go seek enough. So I'm going to use that. That's the same strategy. It's just the, the vehicle is different, but the strategy, the, the strategy that's driving it is exactly the same. Now it's like, okay, that works. I know I can produce results that way. What if I don't do, what if I speak from the heart? What if I show up and I don't have anything planned and I just drop in and I explore that? What can that produce? You know, and in doing that, it's like, it's revolutionary. This is what guy was talking about. Like the intuition part, it's, it's tapping into this different energy, this different sequence that, I don't know, so far, I have to tell you, is infinitely cooler than the (laughs) other way that I'm producing results.
0: A non-sequential sequence? A non-sequential sequence, yep. Yeah, it's been really, really awesome. So, uh, you know, for everyone listening um, and kind of grappling with this inside themselves, right, of course, there's like going to be the part that says, oh, I know that these guys are talking about and certainly you may have explored this quite a bit in your life and you can like feel where it's coming from. Um, honestly, I'm going to tell you guys that everything here for us, and look, I think this is why women have a lot more access than men do is women um, don't have an apprehension to feeling like there, there's not a, there's not quite as much like social blockages and limitations and i'm sure if we explored all sorts of different cultures all over the planet we would find that with varying degrees about how much women are willing to feel and how much men are willing to feel and different things and it's like if you would have told me the beginning of this journey would have been like a commitment to, to feel and that it would end up here or like this is the path that it would take out and it was unpredictable for me i i actually didn't see the correlations between these things at the time and i'm sure those correlations will continue to shift So if you're wondering, like, what the fuck we're talking about, especially if you're a man, um, you know, is a lot of what we talk about in our our group coaching and um, with our personal clients is this, like, brand new commitment to really, like, unlock the emotional side of the system. So another way is to actually start feeling sensations within your body if you want to be receiving a lot more data from your environment you can receive a lot more data by you both using your body and your mind and the subtle vibrations within than just trying to use everything with your mind and not even using your mind. Because what do most scientists tell you that you're using 10% of your brain? And it's not that your entire brain isn't functioning. Of course, it's functioning. It's like the awareness piece, you know the frontal lobe that sits in the front gets so much attention all the time that we're, we're actually underutilizing and undervaluing the amazing machine that the mind actually is, the mind, in my opinion, works a million times better when it's connected to the heart. Yeah. It just does. And most people are so cut off from the heart because the heart is bringing in truth all the time. When the heart's not connected to the mind, then the mind is in, in an illusionary state constantly. And it's not to say like all of life is an illusion, really, but like to, to such a degree that it's like your ability to see beyond any single veil that your mind has already created becomes nearly impossible. But truth is in the system all the time. You're constantly going like, oh, this doesn't feel good. This this feels really good. You move into a room, it feels good. You move out of that room, it doesn't feel good. You know, there there's feedback and data that you can be receiving through the system. But when you said, sorry, I'm not going to feel or the only feelings I'm willing to deal with are either when I'm joy or, or I don't even want to see them because that's kind of how I was. I'm like, well, if I'm not peaceful and I'm not joyful, the rest of it can go fuck itself, you know, basically. And it, that created a certain archetype of a man that was constantly dealing with like anger and sadness and depression yeah. and and all these different things because it's the parts of you that get shamed you lock them away and they're trying to find a voice in the void that you've created and because of that it becomes like um, like like inner terrorism you know inner like terrorism, no it. it's it's really true because it's like you think about how great empires have been taken down you know, like the Roman Empire gets taken down by what we would call today, like terrorism, right? Like Genghis—I think Genghis Khan was responsible for that. This little Germanic tribe that just didn't abide by the rules of war and is just like, "We're going to come and stab you over here. We're going to come and do do that." Like, no empire can deal with terrorism because you can't change an entire culture. And I'm not saying any specific culture is bad or wrong. I'm just saying you can't change when one person feels a certain way and wants to lash out and act on that. That's you can't. You can't declare war on that it's silly so it's like this this same thing here right that's a suppressed part of humanity that's lashing out and acting that way when we suppress within ourselves these parts lash out they want their day in the sun they want to be part of the whole they don't want to be relegated to these little like hidden parts of yourself and that's just seems to be the the key to the whole system yeah you know it's it's so funny to
1: me how we got so good at the mental game, I don't know that I could call ourselves masters, but we're very oh, wow. highly, highly proficient at the mental yeah. game and also training other people in the mental game. And I think the mental game is absolutely fantastic. Like I, I, I think it's very difficult for people to just tap into the heart game right away. Um, because the brain also wants to feel a part of the the process. The mind wants to feel like it's a part of it. Um, And the mind is really what lets stuff through. The mind is the the first piece that goes, okay, this is cool. This is safe, right? So like, you, you want to involve that part. I just never realized how deep and powerful this whole chakra and alignment and speaking from the heart and living from the heart and, um, the, the level of, of information and, and, and downloads that are coming through that have nothing to do with the mind. It just like fully bypasses it, uh, being able to energize the body at, at, at any given time, uh, being able to release tension and anxiety and fear and doubt and worry without ever tapping into the mind. Like what I've noticed recently is, you know, I've programmed myself for so long that when I have that experience to go up here and like do what we've, you know, ninja our minds and like get back to that state of balance, I don't, I'm not doing this all the time. And, you know, two out of 10 times right now, I actually don't even go up here. I just kind of like already standing in the, system. Drop in the system. system. Yep, yeah, because again, it's new. It's it's not like a it's it's a learning skill versus yep. something that's in my system.
0: It's exciting for me too. I, I have the same thing where I constantly remind my energy to come down to my heart and all the way down to my root chakra. Not remind, but like I'm actually like becoming more and more aware of it, and I'm excited by it because I'm like I know with enough practice, like it just it just stays there. It becomes yeah. like an intuitive muscle that that's there. Um, and I know you weren't complete, but like something else, like, so part of it, right, is creating, um, ceremony throughout the day as reminders. So yes. like going out, like going out to restaurants and not ordering because my mind wants to order, but like checking in with my system, like what does the system want? Or like going to the gro- grocery store and like picking up maybe like a piece of meat and being like, all right, is that like checking in with the system? Is it, is my system a yes to this thing that I'm holding in my hand? not because i wanted to buy chicken but because intuition and energy is now telling me yeah this chicken's good get that chicken for you yeah or and and it might be like not this chicken but this chicken or whatever it might be right and and starting to test my environment through that place because it's like we mindlessly but it's actually mindfully but just to overmind walk around with so much mind um, that it's it it's disruptive to that process um i was reading Osho today and he was talking about maps and how like one can see the the himalayas right like you yeah. want to experience you want to experience the himalayas but here's this person who gives you a map to the himalayas and now you're experiencing the map he's like your whole life is like a bunch of fucking maps he's like you're not experiencing anything he's like you just have all these maps in your eyes and in your head and this is the rigor is just understanding the maps he goes but you don't know the north side of that mountain you don't know the south side of that mountain you've never walked it yourself you couldn't possibly know it and it's like so true like even now through this process of like, you know, moving towards marriage and whatnot. And, you know, I talked to you about like engagement rings and, and all that stuff. Like that's been the thing like, oh, okay. Am I going to be using these social maps to make these determinations? Or am I actually going to go and like look at it for myself, what feels good in my system uh, night and day from what it would have been like a year ago? Yeah. It's so interesting. You're talking about the maps and the mountain and this side and that side. Like when we
1: started doing this work and someone was like, feel the back of your heart. I was like, Oh, What's wait, there's, there's a back of my heart, you know, like in my, <laughs> this is so funny. Like I know what a heart looks like right in the body, but when I was visualizing like the heart, it was literally like the hearts that we draw, you know, when we we're kids, it was right. like two D red thing. And I would just like feel it right there. And I'm like, someone's like the back of the heart. I'm like, Oh there's yeah. A... There's also a left yeah. and a right mm-hmm. and a top right and a bottom left. And like all these things, I was like, Oh, this is so cool.
0: <laughs> it's got directions. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, dude. Well, that's a kind of a really interesting thing, right? Because I think to the mind, I never thought about this before. I never thought about what the mind's thinking. Like life is kind of two-dimensional. Everything's very flat in the mind. It's very, maybe because it's like regimented through rules, it just creates almost like a two-dimensional diagram of things. I'm finding that fascinating too, is to like, it's alarming to the degree at which life has been two-dimensional. You look at everything very flat, very linear, very progressive. Like that only happens in a two-dimensional world. To-do list only happens in a two-dimensional world. Getting from point A to point B only happens in a two-dimensional world. You know, like in a three-dimensional world, like if we didn't have any roads, you, you know, swirl around for a few hours. They'll get there too. <laughs> um, So it's just really interesting to explore everything and be like, wow, there's so many sides to this thing and ways to feel into it that I never considered. It really is play all over again. I mean, I I can't remember the last time I've been this excited by doing anything, uh, developmentally speaking, uh, as as what we're creating right now. And it's just happening
1: so fast. That's the the part to me that is really just mind expanding, the the speed in which all this stuff is happening. has just been really, really beautiful um fun exploration yeah guys if you're watching this somewhere else make sure you come and join our personal development without the fluff group there's a lot of amazing amazing content in there that's only exclusive to that group so make sure you join us in there that's where we let people know about all the other things that we're up to in life seems to be the best way to communicate with with all of our uh, listeners and followers so uh yeah make sure you do that to keep update with uh everything happening in Satori Prime well,
0: land. Alright. Love you guys. Alright guys, love you too. Love you And brosky. Uh, see you guys. Bye everybody. Bye. I really
1: hope you enjoyed that awesome conversation as much as I did. And as always, thank you for your continued loyal support and your listening. A couple things. If you haven't already done so, make sure you go to Facebook right now and request to join our amazing private group. It's called Personal Development Without the Fluff. It's a quickly growing community with some amazing souls and amazing support. So if you've enjoyed this podcast, I can promise you, you will absolutely love that group. That's where we make all of our exclusive content available, as well as trainings that are just for the group accessible to you and your fellow Satorians. So make sure you request access to that group immediately. Also, if you haven't done so already, we've put together an incredible app you can go to satoriprime.com forward slash app and get immediate access right now to a 10-part mindset reboot training. It is an eye-opening, mind-expanding experience that you do not want to miss. Well, until we meet again, have an amazing day, my friend. I look forward to personally connecting with you and seeing how Satori Prime can help you in achieving your dream life real
0: soon. Have an amazing day.